2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Third and six. Snap is back. Looking, 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 standing, peeling out to the left. Throws it in the end zone. Going to come back. Caught for a touchdown by Noah
0: Brown. That sounded like it was going to be the game winner. Third down, Dax spinning left, finding Noah Brown, who people were praising until the final play of the game. All these Johnny-come-lately-2020 hindsight. Why was Noah Brown in at the end? He's not a clutch player. He was having a fantastic game. He's had a very good year. Don't act like you weren't loving him, absolutely loving him uh, throughout the entire game yesterday, and it looked like he had the game winner. Was that clutch? Was that clutch as well? I also haven't gotten anyone calling and blaming Dak for the final pick, and I was fighting that fight yesterday on Twitter. I was like, I I just want to hear a phone call. I want to hear one person call and try to explain and break down how that interception at the end was not on Noah Brown. Let's get to Brad Sham, voice of the Cowboys in the Diamond Factory hotline. Good morning, Bradley. How are you?
1: Good morning, Sean. I'm okay. How are you? I'm
0: all right. Uh, biggest reason that the Cowboys blew that lead and lost that game to you was what?
1: Feels like a replay of Green Bay. You know, you want to say... Um, how can you score 34 points and that's not enough? Where was the where was the defense? And and yet, um, just as the biggest problem in Green Bay to me was having the ball at the end of the reg- at the end of regulation, all your timeouts two and a half minutes don't go kick a field goal and win the game. Um, you know you got to get a first down yesterday. That's I mean that's just part of the deal. And when they go three and out, that's really problematic. I was in McCarthy. I mean, I heard I wasn't in McCarthy's press conference after the game, but I heard it, you know, and he said that they were trying to win the game uh, because if they run and punt, then you still have the same thing. Well, I I understand that point of view. I believe when I go back and listen to the tape, which I do every week, I will hear myself say when that ball went in the air for the deep ball on the third and ten why why would you do that <laughs> like there are other options available but that's the you know you, you you quarter you can't quarterback the game through anyone's eyes but the quarterback so i'm <clears throat> i'm troubled by the fact that um they weren't able to get that first down there were clear defensive issues but i i think those were Partly, I think they really missed Van Der Esch. Yeah, and uh, and I think that we are now figuring out that they missed Anthony Brown. And so, but those are those aren't going away. So they got to fix those. But you still you still could win the game if you make a first down. And uh, I don't think they made a yard there on that sequence. That that's troubling to me.
0: So let's talk about that series. I I do agree with McCarthy. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. You come out and you complete the pass, you're, you're a ballsy genius. If you throw on first down, you're creative and catch them off guard. If you know, uh, But they're trying to kill clock. So they run it right. on first and second down. How do you generally feel about that in this don't play to lose you know, football world that we're living in? Or would you just have run it on third down to keep the clock going after it was third and ten and make Jacksonville burn that final timeout? How do you balance running versus throwing in that situation?
1: you know I, I like a screen pass in there somewhere i mean it's it's a kind of a it's a kind of a uh, run while throwing it's a little bit of a change up and and, and you are 100% right that there uh, in summarizing what he said it's it's damned if you do and damned if you don't that the 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 problem that exists is and you are you are really characterizing it correctly in my opinion is that people fandom and those in our business who want to be coach and coordinator uh, we we're, we're gonna find an issue with something whatever it is that doesn't work do you want to be smart which might look conservative and just, I think it's almost insulting when you say play not to lose because that's what they consider to be smart. Of course, they're trying to win the game. Right. They think that's the best way to win the game. But on the other hand, if you do something risky, why don't you just hand the ball off? There's a lot of reasons why. And um, and I don't know what the answer is, except that you just had to get a first down there.
0: Brad Sham here on The Fan. How did you judge the two DAC interceptions?
1: Well, the last one uh, certainly exactly the way you did, um, the, and the other one, the other one bounced off somebody too, didn't it? It looked like the he got his
0: one. his arm may have gotten hit a little bit. His arm got grabbed to cause it to go yeah. over Schultz's head.
1: Yeah, yeah. He and I was in his press conference after the game, and he, you know, I think that he. I, I do. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. I'm not putting the last one on anything, but that's football. I mean, when you look at it from ground level, I saw one uh, shot of it after we got home last night, where it looks like how does, he's thrown it over the head of an offensive lineman? How in the hell is he, or a, a defensive lineman? How is he seeing? What is he seeing? But he's seeing. He knows exactly what he wants to do with it. And He said, "I try. I threw it low on purpose." And so you just hope that ball's caught. You expect that it's more than hope. You expect that ball to be caught, and it had a chance to be caught. And I think you're completely right about Noah. You know, Noah made a couple of great plays, and that was one that he didn't make. And the the first one, uh, his arm got hit, and he said himself, you know, I was trying to throw it to Dalton, and I think he second guesses now. And this is where you really have to have a mentally strong quarterback because he second guesses, did I do the right thing? Should I have tried to throw that ball? Should I have tried? And you can't play quarterback that way. So I, I mean, I defend him in that regard. That you have to play, um, you have to play aggressively and confidently. And I'll just keep saying, I agree with McCarthy. There, there are, interceptions are not all created equal, and some the hard ones to evaluate and the ones you can't live with are the judgment interceptions and I don't I certainly don't think the one in overtime was a judgment interception
0: Brad we uh a few of the reporters asked uh Noah Brown to talk last night last night he declined I mean he he posts something on social media later but do you do you have any problem with a a player not standing up there and and you know answering about what happens at the end or or do you think hey it's just it's a tough game he's he's one to get home
1: Um, yeah, objectively, Bobby, I have a little bit of a problem with it. They, they all want, I understand it. I mean, I don't like walking in there when it's, when you know what you're going to be facing and, uh, they put everything they have into a game, physically, emotionally, mentally. I, I certainly understand how they feel. We would not want to be answering questions, but some do. And, um, some of them understand that it's just part of the job when you sign a contract for a lot of money to play professional football, answering questions. No one, no one um, stops to think, nor should they really, that uh, it's not us that they are talking to or not talking to. We have jobs because the people who are buying tickets and jerseys, they have questions. Mm-hmm. And our function is to ask their questions, and the questions have to be asked. Uh, I understand why they don't want to answer them, but uh, maybe I would say instead of having a problem with someone who doesn't, uh, I certainly have a tremendous amount of respect for the many who stand there and answer questions they don't want to answer, but they understand it's part of their job.
0: Brad Sam here on 105.3 The fans. So, look, they're 10-4. and four. Uh, they've had an, a very very good season they're going to the playoffs after the Giants won last night but you're sitting there Cowboys hour tonight you're buying beers for the crowd like last week and someone goes uh, well, what worries you Brad? what what do you think what do you think are this team's issues that they got to get over to be a Super Bowl contender today what would you say
1: well first of all I bought beers for the crowd two weeks ago not last week Sorry. and I that's not going to give be props. an every week yeah. thing. And if someone is asking me stuff like that, I'm not buying the beers anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. What you if know, I ask you that? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I, this is what I would say. As we sit here this morning at 10 minutes till nine, uh, it, it's very hard to see a path for them to the Super Bowl. On the other hand, I don't think I really ever saw them being better than Philadelphia. That doesn't mean they can't beat them right. or won't beat them. Right. I don't think I don't think I have since, since certainly since about a third of the way to a half the way through the season. I don't think I saw them as better than San Francisco. Doesn't mean they can't beat them or won't beat them, because things happen in sports every day that we don't think are going to happen. That's why we watch. And one of those things was the game we're talking about yesterday. What's supposed to happen? So they have three weeks to figure out what they can do with the personnel that's available and will be coming back. I mean, everybody's got injuries, but they I think they've missed Hankins in a couple of weeks, and uh, I definitely think that they missed Vanderesh, And so guys are out. Now they're going to have to figure out what are they going to do to work around those things. And, and in my opinion, your perspective is 100% right. They're in the playoffs, by the way. If someone can explain that formula to me, I mean, if Washington loses their last three games, they are uh, uh, wins their last three games. Sorry, they'll be ten, six, and one. If Dallas win, uh, loses their last three games, they'll be ten and seven. How that means Dallas, they <laughs> be in, and and the same is, and it and it only happened because Seattle also lost Thursday. And they can also be 10 and 7. So I don't know how Dallas can be in when Seattle and Washington could both. I don't think they will, but could both be, you know, Seattle could be 10 and 7. Then you'd have to compare. But why does Washington's loss? I don't get it. (laughs) I I accept it. And that's right. They are in the playoffs. They want to go in on a positive note. Um, We still don't have any idea what that Washington game will mean, or for that matter, matter, when it'll be played. Uh, So who knows who will be playing in that game? I think most people would view the Tennessee game differently now than they would have two or three weeks ago because of how Tennessee is playing. So everyone wanted to make the season come down to this game on Saturday. And I got news for everybody. They they weren't going to catch Philadelphia to win the division anyway because of Philadelphia. It just has not lost. They lost the one game, and even if the Cowboys beat them and they're tied, then there's all other kind of tiebreakers. It's like Dez caught it and they would have won. Oh, there's four minutes left. They were going to win the game anyway. So I think the correct perspective for them is they're in the playoffs and that's a great thing to know because it can affect how you use people going forward. They also understand, coaching staff understands, they need to feel good. They need to win. They need to play well against Philadelphia and win. And maybe here's a question that you can pull on for the rest of the week for as long as you guys are working until you take a Christmas break. Suppose they go bare knuckles, everyone... Fight until they bleed, and the last man stands, and lose by three to the Eagles on Saturday. Yeah. Do you feel better because they played best? They played way better against clearly the best team in the league, even though they didn't win. Right. Oh, you know they've got a. They're in the. You're, you are right. They're in the playoffs. I don't know what your great confidence would be about their winning the Super Bowl, but things happen. And they've got three weeks to figure out a way to put things together to feel good about going in, playing that first game against whoever it is. And it, then it really is, it's one at a time.
0: You know anything about Beckham coming here?
1: No. <laughs> what a sideshow last week was. We spent, and it's kind of the way they all like it, not McCarthy. He didn't like it. You know that. Yeah. We spent all this time talking about uh, a wide receiver who's not going to play for a while. And a wide receiver who they got, who hasn't played all year, who didn't suit up yesterday, and who's going to be the right tackle? We talked about everything but Jacksonville. Yeah. And Jacksonville, Jacksonville, the way they played offensively did not surprise me. Uh, so th- that's the circus that is following the Dallas Cowboys, and it's one of the things that is so interesting and captivating about it. So, no, I don't know anything about. Beckham coming, and, and uh, I'll you know I just want to see if they, if they have Hilton ready and maybe we can figure out what happened to Michael Gallup yesterday.:
0: Player show
1: Zach Martin.
0: Oh. It's a good one.
1: And he works uh, in the Star District for the, the last uh, few shows going on into the playoffs.:
0: Thank you, Brad. Appreciate it.
1: Let's have a great one.
0: Brad Sham, Diamond Factory, Hotline. Did the other games in the NFL make you feel better?